Valley Sports Charlotte Hornets insider joins us for West Wednesdays. We'll talk about some of the trends that have taken place in the five game winning streak and maybe an unlikely source gets credit for the last win against the Pelicans. We'll talk about all of it today on the Locked On Hornets podcast. You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. In a minute, cause we live. We live. <laughs> It's Locked On Hornets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thanks for making us your first listen. We're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. And you can follow us on Twitter, Walker Mail, Doug Branson, LOH. Locked On Hornets is the show handle. And you can also check out Wes Bryant with us in the next couple of segments and follow him on Twitter at Westcott Range. Man, does my guy have range covering ACC sports doing the ACC tournament, NCAA tournament with a few ACC teams in there. And people don't know that we're all in a bracket pool together. Wes hit us up. And so yeah, we're competing. Do. I think I have 10 more points than you do right now, but I don't know. I didn't check out what your bracket, the possible points were for you. Who's your champion? I think in that one, I took Villanova. The problem okay. is that someone else took Villanova and I think they are well ahead of me. I don't, I'm not, again, I'm not a college basketball expert. Uh, my brackets are not doing well. Uh, my wife is beating me handily. Producer Katie is uh, the, the, the old fridge bracket challenge. Not going well. <laughs> I love the The fridge ba- bracket challenge is my favorite though. When it's you the were purest. It's the, it's, it's, it's bracket challenge at its <laughs> essence a oh, little man. marker a little green marker for good red marker for bad get out of here espn bracket challenge just slap that bad boy on the fridge when i was a kid i would get the oversized hickory daily record bracket and growing up in catawba yeah. county that's what i looked forward to the most we'd go to the we didn't get the newspaper but we'd go to the stand but it was like 25 cent or the machine not even the stand but the machine grabbed that thing every single march and that is just some pure nostalgia for me. We'll talk more about that with somebody that did play some college ball, college football, Wes Bryant. But we'll do that later on in the show, the last couple of segments. I want to talk about some of the trends here for the Charlotte Hornets, Doug, um, and what they've done the last five games. Because the number one thing I, I look at, it's something I tweeted out. The ball movement has been extremely good for the Hornets really all season long. And look, to their credit, it's something I thought they would struggle with after getting rid of a Malik Monk and a Devontae Graham, good passers. I thought they would go down in that regard, but I was wrong. And even with the Kelly Oubre, who is not a ball mover by any stretch of the imagination, even with him on the roster, they're still second in the league. And so tip of the cap, you know, like I think that comes from miles. No, and- you're not wearing a cap. I'm wearing a cap. Can I you will do that? tip the cap. Thank you. I will be the cap tipper on this show because I always wear the head candy. You do. And you also have the bill in front. If I wear a hat, it always has to go bill in the back because it's the only way I look decent in a hat. So thank you for tipping your cap. I don't know I'll about just that. I think you. you're just being hard on yourself. I don't look good in a front bill, man. I really don't. That's just how it is. I've accepted it. Thank you, but I've accepted it. So you tip the cap. Let's see it next episode. Let's next episode that. Well, I actually have a hat within distance, within grabbing distance from it. Let's see it. We do. We need this. All right. right. This is a YouTube special. I want to see it. See, this is the hat. It's funny. I wear Charlotte Hornets hat all the time, but you never see it. It's just the Mitchell and Ness logo that you see. All right. Here we go. Okay. Hurry up. 
All right, I'm sorry. I have all day. I'm sorry about all this. Right, you're I'll the solve. one. I can't even hear anything you're saying because I had to take off the headphones. No, put it so the other way. I, the other way. I want to see it front bill. That's no. The, let's that's see it front the backwards bill. way. Right? right, and then this is how we go. I don't even know how to wear it. <laughs> it looks. Oh, you're right. Like, Never do that again. You're right. I can't hear one one thing you're saying. Do I just need to do it this ridiculous? <laughs> you're. Oh you're totally yeah on? let's get your what's headphones back right, on you're totally yeah you're totally you're totally right get that thing off you look you it look looks horrible. ridiculous thank you, you. Like why a, do i look like a 10 year old look like a 10 year old boy get that off. i'm ready for baseball practice <laughs> <laughs> i'm packed up capri suns and slices. All right. All God, right. why did you make me do that now i have to take that's gonna be to, uh, 1500 we're almost at 1500 1500 he has to wear a front bill uh the whole week that's the new bet. And now it messed up my hair too. I'm really struggling over here. The trends, Doug, the trends mm-hmm. of the five game winning streak, the ball movement. I was wrong. They were moving it really well. They were second coming into that game against new Orleans mm-hmm. in the league mm-hmm. with 27 and a half assists per game. The Spurs were just a half an assist per game above them at 28, but the last five games. So they set the record for this year's assist in a game at 41. The very first game they played against the Pelicans, the first win of this streak. Then I believe it goes 33, 28, 33, 34. I think that's the order. I know those are the numbers. So incredible, right? Like if the lead is 28 per game and that's the lowest that you've gotten in this five game winning streak, it's been really impressive. It also kind of shifts towards Mason Plumley's comments after that game. They just played against the Pelicans. You know, Mason said in this winning streak, we've been playing a lot more like a team. All we care about is the win now. Kind of indicating that they cared about maybe a few other things in the past. Oh, doing I, look, a little inference oh, game play there? Play it, play it, play it. Play the sound. Play the speculation. All right. There you go. I know it's preposterous, but is it preposterous, you think? Are we going off the rails as a podcast if we play that every episode, or is it just good old safe, something safe that we do? Hey, you're the, I'm just trying to protect you. I can do whatever I want. I'm not a radio <laughs> professional. I'm just, I really, that those sounds are just legal, uh, legal uh, cushion for you. Thank you. I feel better about this one because I'm not going to go crazy hot take like Stephen A. Smith and Mad Dog Russo on first take. I want to talk about them later because their first topic was ridiculous, but with them talk with Mason's comments, it, it kind of indicates more so when they were struggling that there was something maybe within the team, within the locker room that led to some frustration. I, I don't think that there was finger pointing or anything that was, oh my God, this team is in turmoil. You know, Seth Wickersham is going to write an article about the demise of the Charlotte Hornets. I wasn't meaning that. I just think that there was a little something behind closed doors where they like cracked the door open a little bit for us to see every once in a while. Terry Rozier saying, I wish those guys knew what it was like to play in the playoffs. You know, Mason Plumley saying now we're playing like a team instead of maybe what they were doing when they were getting frustrated or when they were just in an outright downward spiral. Doug, tell me what you think about that. Like just Mason's comments and where they're playing now. It seems like they've turned a corner as a team in that regard. Well, I'd like to take your absolutely lukewarm take. Throw oh, it no, in, don't do it. <laughs> throw it in the microwave. It's time for the hot take machine. Oh. Let's do it. Where did you put it I in a different space? No, no, no. I still don't have an oven mitt, so I'm going to use okay. this thing that I uh, put uh, speaker monitors on. 
I don't to grab man. this because it's so hot. This thing is radioactive. Be careful, Doug. Seriously, oh. don't burn yourself. You have a child. Why? Why is that thing in the same house the child is? That seems unsafe. Um. Well, the child never gets near it. All mean, right. You know, come on. I've do you guys child, just I've wear? Do you guys just wear lead vests the whole time in your house? <laughs> because I've got one on right. Well, it's more of a lead uh, crotch. Uh, what do you call it? a cup? It's more of. A I don't cup think that situation. exists. No, I like how you ask. What do you call it? No, Doug. There is. You don't call it anything. There's not a lead crotch vest. That that's. There's not a name for that. By the way, it may look like there's exist. nothing on this sheet of paper, but what it is is that it's so the take is so hot mm -hmm. uh, that it's melted the ink. But I did get a glimpse at it, and okay. it said that this locker room prior to this five-game win streak mm -hmm. was an absolute shambles. <laughs> there was blame going around everywhere. Uh. Veterans were blaming rookies. Rookies were blaming veterans. Dogs were fighting cats. It was insanity. And now, and somehow, somehow, they kept it all in-house. But now, winning cures all. They're playing like a team over the past five games. They're leading the NBA in assists. They're leading shooting cures all they're leading the nba in three-point percentage this locker room is back okay there you go i really like it can you give me some fanfare nice fanfare after the hot take machine the way that it printed out a hot take thank you um yeah i i don't know if it was in shambles hot take machine thank you but that was my take on it, it. clearly what, was what what <laughs> so but now they're changing, right? Now they're changing. So yeah, um, I mean, look, I, I I did want to look at some of these cumulative stats real quick yeah, before we get Wes on. Uh, the big thing that I notice again, yeah, assists, three point percentage. Um, you know, they're holding their opponents over the last five games to forty five point five percent from the field. Therefore, they are shooting fifty two point eight percent. They're holding teams to under thirty seven percent from three. That's an excellent number on only uh, let's see, one hundred eighty two attempts to one ninety six. But here's the big number, Walker: free throw percentage over the past five games. The Hornets are shooting 80.2%. I don't know. I know on the season, they're 27th in the league at 74%. That's counting those five games. But over the past five games, they're shooting 80, which would put them at 13th in the league. But when you go from 27th to 13th, oh, and yeah. you're shooting... Uh, they're shooting 21 of them a game, uh, which is not like a crazy high number, but not a crazy low number. That's significant. That's points per possession. That's efficiency. Um, and, and those are easy points that the Hornets are able to accumulate. And you combine that with uh, just solid defensive play. And and that's going to equal wins when you've got a team with this many shooters. You know what? We, we did this with Miles Bridges. I don't think we focused enough on... Just how ridiculous Lamella Ball's free throw percentage is this year. Like he's at 87%. You know, you're talking about the leaders in the league being 90. You know, I, I mm -hmm. Lamella's there. I mean, that's nuts, yep. man. So what 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 he's been doing at the free throw line has been exceptional. And I want him to get there more. That's I think when you're shooting that well, think about how efficient well, he could be even more so. You know, if you can if you can shoot what he's shooting on the season now is is rounded up 38% from three. I'll take that for his career. If he can continue to do that, I'll take that every day. And you shoot 87% from the free throw line and you just get to the line more. I mean, I mean, there's well, no stopping just, him. That, 
Oh, that's it. He's already at all-star level numbers now. The question is, how does LaMelo in the next few years get to all-NBA numbers? And the answer is, keep uh, keep other people off the foul line, a.k.a. don't foul as much. Yeah. Um, get, get to the line more and shoot the three ball the way you're shooting it right now. And LaMelo Ball is not going to have any problem getting to all-NBA third team, second team, Oh, I'm going to say it. All NBA first team at Whoa, some point. You did it. No hot take machine for you. There's nothing lukewarm about that. You do not need to print anything. Plus, I don't think we can bring it out twice in one show. That is too much radio activity. No, it's too much energy. Uh, half the block it now is out of power. <laughs> yes. uh, my neighbors are going to be upset. I think they have fish now with three eyes. I think they're going to be naming their fish. It's that blinking. scene in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation when he turns the uh, turns gets the lights to finally turn on and the whole neighborhood goes goes blackout that's what happens when the hot take machine goes on and do you have to send a sorry message out to everyone look we had to run something through the hot take machine do they understand or are they still pretty angry at you uh yeah no i bake uh, i bake many baked goods uh, okay. to say sorry uh yeah um, it's yeah. really uh, my time is only spent doing this show and then baking <laughs> cookies and cakes to send to people to apologize for running the hot take machine that is my labor uh, my labor of love that I have for this audience because I know that they only want the hottest takes. All right, NBA fans, are you looking for a daily fantasy option for the NBA? Then you need to try the award-winning app, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this, and I know you will too. It's really easy to use. You pick two to five players, an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. It's safe. And it offers fast withdrawals and you can use the award-winning app on both the app store and Google play. So what you can do for a limited time is that prize picks has an exclusive no brainer of an offer, by the way, for all of our users, users get $50 for free. And if a player in your first prize picks entry scores a single point, you might, uh, excuse me. If a player in your first prize picks entry scores a single point, then you can get some prize packs because of it, but you must use code NBA. That's right. This is an exclusive offer available to locked on fans sign up today and then use code NBA $50 for free. If a player in your first prize picks entry scores a single point, Wes Bryant going to be joining us for West Wednesdays coming up next on the Locked On Hornets podcast. This is Locked On Hornets. You know, you give them the pink to let them know you have the a little bit of a softer side, but you give them the black to let them know it's still real out here. Don't <laughs> them, okay? I just got to let you know it's still real. <laughs> it's time for more of the Locked On Hornets podcast. We welcome Wes Bryant to the show. It's Wes Wednesdays. We skipped it last last week because the dude so busy covering ACC tournament and then NCAA tournament, but he's got range. That's why he covers so many different things. You can follow him on social media at West got range. Wes, how are you doing, man? Is that plate starting to lighten up a little bit with, I mean, look, you got three ACC teams in there, so maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, man. Well, you know, we have three Hornets games this week and then just doing all the other work, man. It's always it's always a grind, but the season is winding down, unfortunately, uh, for the Hornets. But uh, yeah, man, just, just stay grinding. Still grinding. But enjoy Brooklyn, all that good stuff. Yeah, that's cool. So still grinding is West, and so are the Charlotte Hornets having won five games in a row. It's been a long time since we felt this good about the team after basically month and a half, close to two months 
of pretty bad basketball, you know, getting below 500, not necessarily shooting the ball very well defensively. There were a lot of problems, but again, they've gone on this nice win streak. I think you've seen LaMelo be equal with the minutes with the other players play a lot better. Terry Rozier shown up in big spots. We'll get to some of the mile shooting splits, but we've talked about this a couple times this week already, Wes, like how everybody is kind of stepping up in this five game win streak. What have you seen that you think is the most notable on how the Hornets have been able to turn it around? I mean, this mainly how guys have just really bought into passing the basketball. I asked you about that pregame uh, for the last game. And I said, man, you don't, how do you get, you know, basketball is a sport where to outsiders team play is, is not marginalized, but it, it's kind of just put secondary to individual greatness. And I said, so how do you get guys, you know, to, to, really buy into being unselfish passing the ball. I said, is it them seeing it on film? How good it looks? Is it them wanting to see each other eat, so to speak, or what is it? He just thought about it, you know, it was an accumulation of all those things and guys just, you know, really buying into things and, and just the camaraderie that they have with each other. And I think that's the biggest thing, man, is that they really just, it's been their identity most of this season when we've gotten a good hornets to where they just pass the ball and, really making the defense move around and finding open shots and guys are knocking them down. And it seems like they've gotten back to that times 10 uh, with the way they've been playing offensively, just so efficient. Uh, the stat that I saw the other day uh, that I mentioned uh, was about the wide open threes. They got 44 wide open threes uh, in their last five games and they classified at six plus feet away or better. So they've really been catching the defense lacking. So that's been the biggest thing for me. It's just, playing like a well-oiled machine. Yeah, I think yeah, you've seen a lot of – go ahead, Doug. Well, I think you've seen it across the board, and and Miles Bridges has been leading the charge. And, uh, you know, he's speaking about the fact that they're sick and tired of being sick and tired, uh, essentially. They're sick and tired of missing yeah. the playoffs and having these opportunities late in the season and squandering them. And and he's he's not only been, been saying the words, but he's also been putting the action behind it because I've been looking at his – his shooting split. So on the year, his shooting splits, 48.6% from the field, 32.4% from three, 81% from the free throw line on the season, probably underperforming uh, the, the the numbers that he had last year. But so far in this five-game winning streak, 57.4% from the field, 55% from three, and uh, from the free throw line, 94%. Back to shooting at the free throw line, what we saw from him last season, just what have you seen in his game over this past five game stretch that's really allowed the Hornets offense and, and maybe their defense as well to exceed to succeed? Well, as you said, well, Miles, you know, he said he's one of the emotional leaders of this team. And he's the guy that when, you know, it hits the fan, he's the one that really kind of gets chippy the most. I mean, he's one of seven players the last five games, averaging 25 and five, shooting over 50 from the field and 50 from three, man. And to me, that's been the big thing with him. It's his three ball. Uh, coming back to form. It's kind of been in and out on him this year. But I said that, you know, he's one of the the top, I think he's top 10 among NBA forwards uh, in drive uh, points in the paint per game yeah. and uh, points in uh, off of drives. And so when he's hitting his three, man, it makes him really hard to stop because what are you going to do? He's such an explosive athlete. When that three is going down, you have to respect that. But then you come too close on him, he'll blow by you. And you know, Bad things happen, you know, when Miles gets ahead of steam. I think that's what I want to see from this year. I want a good Miles catching a body moment before the season is out, like he did on Clint Capella. We need one of those. He's had a couple of times where he gets 
and then he'll get by a guy and he'll go up and I'm like, oh, like I'm sitting in my seat. And I'm like, oh boy. So, um, but yeah, just that man and defensively them turning up, uh, you know, some of those clutch time statistics, I was ready for y'all today, man. I got my notes. Y'all caught me in prep. So, you know what I'm saying? Excellent. But they were saying how in clutch time situations, <laughs> they're second in offensive rating and they've been living in their opponents to 95 points per possession uh, in clutch uh, time, man. And they only allow 6.3 points a game and their opponents are shooting 34.8%. Uh, in clutch time, now I'm not sure exactly what they classify that as. Uh, I would imagine it's probably less than two minutes or something like that. I need to I need to look that up. But, however, we saw that in the last game against New Orleans, you know, granted it was the Pelicans, but we saw when it came down to it in the stretch, you know, they really were blitzing C.J. McCollum. They really were forcing New Orleans to take uncomfortable shots. And they were hitting shots down the stretch, finding guys. So uh, that's been a big thing, too. It's just been how they've been coming together and seem to have more of a plan in late game situations where they know who's going to have the ball, what are we looking for, and then defensively them stepping up and not having lapses. Wes brings right, so up a we- great question. Wes brings up a great, great question. Like, what do you classify as clutch time? I classify clutch time as when I go to Chick-fil-A and they have they pick the french fry that's like overflowing with french fries and the 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 person the associate grabs it and then puts it in the bag very carefully and we don't lose a single so don't fry. Lose it. Yeah. That is clutch time. Yes. Yeah, or, or what if you know what else is clutch? Like when you find uh, an inadvertent onion ring in your fries, like that's a clutch Yo, moment Burger too. Burger King is famous for that. Burger yeah. King does that all the time. Or McDonald's when they actually fill your doggone fry cup all the way up to the top. I've actually yes. told them at the drive-thru before, I said, don't shortchange me. I've come through here a couple of times. Because I, I love McDonald's. I'm not one of these people that snooty. Them. I, I don't like McDonald's. I love McDonald's. And I don't go often. So when I do go, man, I want to get my feel. So I tell them, you know, a couple of times I've gone and my fry cup isn't full. And I said, listen, I've come, you know, last time I came, y'all didn't right. fill me up. So make sure you get your boy. Okay. To the okay. Top. That's it. But that I'm going to say, Wes, that's a dangerous game because you don't know what they may be filling that cup up with. <laughs> you know I mean, look. That's a dangerous game. You you want them to fill it up, though. You don't want to feel short change. And so some of those clutch yeah. moments, I, I feel like Chick-fil-A is probably the most a consistently clutch fast food oh, franchise yeah. though. Like oh, they'll yeah. give you an extra sauce and they'll give you a wink. Like it's a part of yeah. their strategy, but they know what they're doing. So Best I think customer like, service there is. I, yeah, my, that's probably what it is. If you want to go to yeah. the real clutch time filter, it's defined as the last five minutes of a game when a team is okay. leading, trailing by five points or fewer. So last five minutes of a game when a team is leading or trailing by five points or fewer, while individual moments and shots can sway a perception of player success in clutch time. The numbers don't lie. That's what it says there, and that's what comes up with the stat. So there you go, just for information. So but last five minutes of the game when the team is leading or trailing. Yep, by, by five, five points. points or more. So there or, you go. Or, there you or go. when the Chick-fil-A associate protects all of your fries and gets them in the back. Yep. If you want to write that down for your prep tonight when you're I doing am. the pregame show, the, put the Chick-fil-A, put the Burger King stuff in there too. Like, <laughs> hey, is we, it trailing or? winning by five or trailing yeah, by five? It is. No, I, I will read this verbatim again. Clutch time okay. is defined as the last uh-huh. five minutes of a game when okay. a team is leading or trailing by five points or okay. fewer. That is verbatim. Man. There you go. There you go. I like See, helping look at my guys, prep. man. Look at my That's guys good. coming through this, for me. 
you know what we're doing here. Like this needs to be a segment. Help Wes yeah. with his prep. <laughs> this is so when, when there's Wes a game. Prep. Yeah, that's what I want to do. So I. Yeah, but, yeah, no, but does it can't even if it even if it meets all of that criteria in a Hornets game? <laughs> is it technically clutch time if we don't hear Eric say? I don't think yeah. so. I think you have to have a for it to be clutched up. Got to have yeah, a humdiddly day. Yeah, if he, if he doesn't sound like somebody, you know, if he doesn't sound like this is the last call of his life, then it's not clutch. That's true. That's, that's the last saying. call of his life. Just allowing <laughs> yeah. energy to escape his body. Yeah. I think that's the one. I'm, I'm glad Eric is still with us to give us more, but I wasn't so sure after I heard that call. If Wes yeah. is, is doing some prep right now, I want to get to more of the stats on his sheet. And plus, we're also going to talk a little bit more about the trends that we've seen from the Charlotte Hornets team. First, we got to discuss Belt Bar. This is the time of year where we've pretty much given up on New Year's resolutions because we like to have onion rings our fries. We like to have as many fries filled up to the top as possible. But if you can refrain from that and you still want a delicious treat, go to built.com and get some of the delicious flavors that built bar has to offer. If you have, if you like the puffs, those are fantastic. If you like the limited time flavors, those are also good. It's the first ever protein infused power bar that tastes almost like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. They're all covered in hundred percent chocolate. They're low calorie, they're high protein but they're low sugar and they're high in fiber. It's good for you, healthy for you. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. More Wes Bryant coming up on the Locked on Hornets podcast. This is Locked on Hornets. Nature's first green is gold. Her hardest hue to hold. Her early leaves a flower but only so an hour. Then leaf subsides to leaf. So Eden sank to grief. So dawn goes down to day. Nothing gold can stay. We need the boys to men with that now. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Wes, was that you in the background kind of being, mm like when Doug was dropping those bars or was that somebody else? That might've been Nada on the sound, but I didn't know if that was you giving Doug some approval with those bars he was spitting right there. Yeah, I think that was him, but I did hear it though. He was kicking. <laughs> okay. he was kicking. I thought so. I just wanted I to make sure. Him. Not as yeah. impressed. All right, we got to get Doug. No, I like Doug that. I, no, I'm not saying it wasn't impressive. That just wasn't me that made the noise, but yeah, no, I heard it. Would you say I it was straight I fire? I didn't write it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Fire fizzle. We don't rhyming and easy, man. So you know when you could put together, uh-huh. you know something like that, bars like that. You know. All right. Okay. I, I can't. I can't tell. I believe that was. Uh, I believe that was not Robert Branson. That was Robert Frost. I think. There you go. That's okay. perfect. I'll look it up. We can drop some Branson bars. We can figure something like that out for the future and have Doug hit us with some stats. But Wes, you're doing prep. Like, can, can you just kind of like unload some of the stats that you have on your prep sheet tonight? Like, what are some of the things if can you give us three, maybe two things that you did not mention already on this podcast that you might have okay. as you're looking to prep and just hit us with it? And we're going to try to react as we deem fit top of the dome okay. analysis off of those. So what do you some have West Bryant, right some West Bryant fireballs. Yeah. Just start right. throwing them. I'm going to play every time you throw one, I'm going to play the sound. Yeah, man. So, uh, well, for one, you know, in the month of March, we're shooting 50% from the floor, 50.2 to be exact, 40% from three point range. So, uh, we've been 
shooting the mess out of the rock. And the Hornets are 21 and one when they shoot 50% of that. Oh, nice stat. That is what a nice yeah. fireball that is. <laughs> and it kind of goes to, it kind of goes to the lack of shooting for the Hornets. Like people yeah. say, you know, they live and die by the three. And it was true, right? They, you're really struggling and the Hornets were losing because of that, you know, the make or miss league type of thing. It really was the mantra that the Charlotte Hornets were playing under at the same time, there were other factors that were contributing to the losses, but good shooting can cover up some of those bad things that oh, were, yeah. were taking place. And I like that stat when they shoot 50% or better from the field, they only have one loss on the year. You said 20, yeah, one, one loss, so, man. All right. One and one. All right. All right. Then I got, uh, let's see. So I got to show the defense a little bit of love over the last five games. We are top five in the NBA in steals, opponent turnovers, and lead the league in points off of turnovers per game. Wow. Yeah, man. These are juicy. These are juicy fireballs. I don't, listen, I don't like, I don't. Can a fireball be juicy? (laughs) I thought it was. I've never liked, uh, as a consumer of, of, of sports information, I never like on the surface stuff. I always try to look for nuggets, man. When, even when I was doing, you know, when I was doing football, basketball, I like the, the stuff that, you know, that you can sit around and if you're a casual fan or something, you talk to your friends, they're like, oh, why would you hear that? You know what I'm saying? Not just, <laughs> oh, the average 105 points a game. Like, nah, nah you know, that's cool. But I've always been a guy that likes to dig a little deeper, man. So I appreciate that. Uh, let's see. Then for the last one, I'm going to go with, uh, oh, I got a good one for you for All right. a good individual stat. You know what I'm saying? So LaMelo Ball is the only player in NBA history besides Magic Johnson to average 17, 6, and 6, 6 boards, 6 assists, one and a half steals per game in their first 100 games as a professional. You guys like that? You I like love that, it. Right I don't like it. Right? I love it. Oh, yeah. it hurts. About it. Yeah, man. <laughs> Those are yeah. great I'm stats. burning. <laughs> Doug, Doug loves the fireballs. I love the fireballs. Wes Bryant, this is going to – I want to do this. Why will we have these games? I hate that Let's we figured this it. out. At the end of the regular season, we're going to have to figure more of this out. Doug, can you cook uh, on something? I've got one. I've got right. one. Got? Uh, got leading uh, over the past five game, this five game winning streak, the uh, leader in three point field goal percentage is Isaiah Thomas, 10 of mm. 17 from three, 58.8 percent. <laughs> hey, how big has he been? I feel like even though Ish is a weight guy, man, I hate to do it, but he's been an upgrade over Ish because. IT's basketball IQ is so high. So he provides the voice in the locker room that we need from a KG vet. But man, his basketball IQ, you could just see it. Like everybody knows the story, they know about the hip and all that stuff. But man, he can find his way around the basketball court. Excuse me. And it really makes you wonder why people were just leaving this guy just on the scrap heap, man, because he's a walking bucket. Like he comes in like Ish would have games where he would score well but it was kind of hit or miss. IT comes off the bench, man. You know that he's going to come in there and make something happen offensively. And I think that's been huge uh, for them since he's been there. 
Yeah, I mean, so he comes in. The first game he plays is with Cleveland. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games he's played so far for the Hornets. And he's been playing a decent amount in those. Like, he'll come in and give you 15 minutes on average. You know, the last two games, so against Dallas and against New Orleans, against the Mavericks, he goes four of six from the field. Against the Pelicans, he goes five of nine from the field, scores 11 and 15 points, goes yeah. to the free throw line three times in each of those games, hits all three of them. And it's interesting you bring up the leader Isaiah is, right? I think most of us thought that would strictly be the impact that he had, but he's given you one on the court. I just go back to Ish Smith at the beginning of the season, really talking like he knew how he was going to lead this team. He's like, look, leading isn't always just about taking everybody on your back all the time. You got to know when to listen. You got to know how to deal with certain people, when to yell at somebody, when not to. And it was really nuanced to the point where you thought he was going to be fantastic for this locker room. And it doesn't mean that he was bad by any means. I, I think he was good. But then you see the clips and the Hornets real access clips of Isaiah talking to LaMelo that was your best game against the Pelicans. You continue to do that. This team is going places. LaMelo quote tweets. It says, that's my brother. You know, they're a family. Isaiah yeah. continues to have that kind of impact. And so that's what I like, right? You trade ish, you get Montrez, who's a fiery leader on the court, physical as anybody that they've had. And you eventually find Isaiah Thomas on 10 day contracts until you give him a contract for the rest of the season. That was official this week. And he provides a leadership of veteran role with this team that the players seem to be very much responding to. And he gives you something yeah. on the court. Yeah. Like I, I totally understand why they're giving it the rest of the season contract. Yeah. And I felt like the last game, you know, he came in the Hornets were kind of sputtering against the Pelicans and it was looking you know, I wouldn't say bleak, but they were just very stagnant on offense. I mean, he comes off the bench and boom, boom, boom. He hits, he's hitting some big buckets, keeping them in the game. And I forgot which game it was. I think, was it the Pelicans the first time on the road when he scored 12 straight? Uh, yeah, I think that's right. Five of eight from the field, you know, 14 yeah, points. Yeah, playing the so, Pelicans. Yeah. yeah, this is true. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah. But in, 20, in, 20, in 20 less minutes, he's hit two more free, uh, two more three-point shots than Kelly Oubre. I mean, and that's... Yeah. You know, I think that's a thing. Like, Ish Smith has been able to really sort of balance Kelly Oubre's struggles. If Isaiah Kelly Thomas, Oubre yeah. starts to pick it back up, right, yeah, Isaiah yeah. Thomas has been able to to balance oh, yeah. Kelly Oubre's struggles. Oh, yeah, when he shoot like he was before, man, yeah. please. Yeah. Hey, we, we've talked about leadership. I do want to get to the thing that we teased at the top of the show, uh, oh, James right. Borrego. I mean, he's... You know, look, um, I, I think he's he's gotten some criticism this season from from various uh, parties, uh, but uh, right now he has pulled them out of the spiral and he's getting some credit for from some of the players for how he's designing up some of these wins, especially that close one against New Orleans. Uh, Walker, you had that. Yeah, I mean, Mason Plumley, Miles Bridges, after that game against the Pelicans, I thought made some interesting comments about James Borrego. Mason, remember the last three offensive possessions of that game, they executed at such a high level. And Mason Plumley got two wide open dunks to help continue scoring the basketball in a clutch time scenario. And Mason had free dunks with Mason crediting James mm -hmm. Borrego for finding something in that timeout or in a break in the action saying, Hey, let's try to work with this. And Mason gave JB credit and LaMelo is somebody that controlled the basketball in that situation, you know? So LaMelo gets credit for that. JB um, is somebody that received credit from Mason for drawing that up. Miles Bridges also spoke after the game and they discussed how they didn't come out and play 
very good defense at the beginning. Like it's mm-hmm. funny. They only allow the Pelicans 22 points, but they still didn't feel like their defensive energy was up to par. And then they did play well in the fourth quarter, where I believe they only allow them 18 points in that final period of action. But Miles is saying, look, James Bragel will be pointing stuff out in film review sometimes. We don't even know what he's talking about. But then it's like, oh, okay, it starts to click and we start coming together and playing together. It's like it's just two players, Miles, Mason, saying, hey, you know, here's JB helping us out in a couple of different scenarios. Yeah, and, and the question is for you, Wes, like as a, a fans, like how much should they balance the credit between the the players overperforming over these past five games than they have been in the previous 15 to 20 and how much credit should they they give to James Brago because I think look if they hadn't won these five games and they were looking at maybe getting bounced out of the play-in you know that fans would be uh, Mm -hmm. critiquing coaches it's what they do I mean you know you can't fire the players you can fire the coach that kind of mentality so how much credit do you give or or should people be giving to James Brago for this five-game winning streak? I give JB a lot of credit because the main thing is just his temperament, man. He never, you know, I had football coaches teaching me a lot of stuff. And one of the things I live by was never getting too high, never getting too low, man. And JB yep. is that personified, man. Like he just stays just like this, no matter if they lose, they win, whatever it is, because he's such a teacher, he finds teachable moments in everything. And I think, you know, with this team, it was just, he had the patience because he knew like, look, we got to get some bodies back. Will eventually start shooting the ball again, and he knew once those things happened that they were going to take off. Because I was kind of in the same train of thought. I was like, man, because when you looked at the shooting slump, it wasn't like the Hornets were just shooting a bunch of threes. They're one of the top teams in the league. When you talk about points uh, per game in the paint, um, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, they lead the NBA or their top two or three. But you know, and in drives, they're top five in the league in drives per game. So they're aggressive on offense. It's not like they're just sitting back, just waiting to shoot a three. So I was like, right. man, I said, they've been missing a lot of shots. I said, it's just as simple to me. It's just the ball not going in on offense because now when they get to the point where they start playing hero ball, that's a different story. But I felt like once mm-hmm. they got some depth, guys didn't have to, you know, kill themselves with the minutes they were playing. And they just kept staying the course the way they play offense and just keep moving the ball around, even if guys are missing shots. I felt like that things were going to go well. And then when they got Montrez and and then uh, Cody came back and then Jalen come back and then now you got IT, you have such yeah. depth. So it's like right. it was only going to be a matter of time. You got so many scores this team all season long when they were healthy. So many guys were shooting the ball at a good percentage. So many guys are capable. Pretty much every Hornet is capable of getting a bucket. You might say, you know, Mace, Mason might not be a guy you could dump it down to like Shaq, but May's still going to be that cleanup man, and he can get the lobs, and he can get those nice assists, and he'll score it. So it's just a matter of them getting their bodies back, them just continuing to play the way that they're playing because they were just too explosive on offense. So I knew eventually the shots were going to start falling. And then just kind of with the temper- temperament of this team, unfortunately, when they're hitting shots, they're a lot more interested in playing defense when those <laughs> shots are falling. And so, you know, that's that's what we've been seeing, man. The shots have been falling. They've been locked in on defense and they've been, you know, the results are the results. It's it's easier to knock down shots when the legs are a little bit fresher, when you can dip into that depth. I I totally agree. And hey, next victim, the New York Knicks. Yeah, got them tonight. At the Spectrum Center, this is going to be the first opportunity you feel really good about for a little while, right? The next three games after that, you're going to be playing Utah. Then you're going to be playing at Brooklyn. 
Then we going to whoop them. Then no. the second night of a back-to-back, so you're playing at Brooklyn that Sunday, March 27th. You come back home for the Denver Nuggets. March oh, they 28th. done the Denver the Denver Nuggets. They're done. Okay, <laughs> that's that's good. And then you'll go on a three-game road trip. And so my point being, New York second night of a back-to-back, coming off a loss at at home to the Atlanta Hawks, where Trey Young goes for 45. Hopefully, you can make this thing six in a row and then you'll battle utah on friday we'll see where the hornets are that's west bryant valley sports charlotte hornets insider you can catch him tonight dishing out some tasty nuggets for you just like burger king and just like <laughs> mcdonald's will do for you that's right um, follow him on social media at west yeah. got range west we always appreciate the time man thanks again i appreciate you guys we'll see you next week West Wednesday, as always. That's Ooh, West Bryant. Once again, appreciate joining us on the Locked On <laughs> Hornets podcast. And thanks for you. Uh, thanks to you for checking us out. Make your second listen, Locked On NBA. Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your pods. Have a great rest of your day. We'll be back with you tomorrow.